Welcome to Mealtime with Marjorie. Rest. Rest. If your life is busy like mine, rest is a welcome to thought, but hard to achieve. Hebrews 4 starts off telling us that God's promise of entering his place of rest still stands. That's great news. Pull up a chair to the table and let's feast on the word of God to strengthen us, sustain us, and teach us to rest. Father, we're coming to you with anticipation. Speak, Lord. Your sons and daughters are listening. In the name of Jesus, amen. Bon appetit, my friends. Thanks for joining me. We'll begin reading Hebrews 4 from the Simplified Living Bible text. God promises rest for everyone who needs it. Chapter 4, verse 1. Now God still promises that all may enter his place of rest, but you need to be very careful. Why? Because some of you may fail to get there after all. The good news has been given to us. It was also given to those who lived in the time of Moses, but it didn't do them any good because they didn't believe it. They did not accept it with faith. Only we who believe God can enter into his place of rest. He has said, I have promised that those without faith will never get in. This is true even though he has been ready for them since the world began. We know he is ready and waiting. How? Because it is written that God rested on the seventh day of creation. He had finished all that he had planned to make. Even so, they didn't get in. God finally said, They shall never enter my rest. Yet the promise remains, and some get in. But those who had the first chance did not. They disobeyed God and failed to enter but he has set another time for coming in, and that time is now. He announced this through King David years after man's first failure to enter. He said, Today you will hear him calling, and when you do, don't harden your hearts against him. He's talking about a new place of rest. He doesn't mean the land of Israel that Joshua led them into. That is not what God meant. If it was, He wouldn't have said later that today is the time to get in. So there is a full, complete rest still waiting for the people of God. Christ has already entered there. He is resting from his work, just as God did after the creation. Let us do our best to go into that place of rest. Let's be careful not to disobey God as the children of Israel did, for then we would fail to get in. For whatever God says to us is full of living power. It is sharper than the sharpest sword. It cuts swift and deep into our innermost thoughts and desires. It shows us for what we really are. God knows about everyone, everywhere. Everything about us is wide open to the eyes of our living God. Nothing is hidden from him to whom we must explain all we have done. Jesus Christ is our high priest. Verse 14. But Jesus, the Son of God, is our great high priest. He has gone to heaven itself to help us. Therefore, let us never stop trusting him. 
This high priest of ours understands how weak we are. He had the same temptations we do, but he never once gave way to them and sinned. So let us come boldly to the throne of God. There he will give us his mercy, and there we will find grace to help in times of need. That concludes Hebrews 4 in the Simplified Living Bible. Scripture quoted from the Simplified Living Bible, copyright 1990. Used by permission of Tyndall House Publishers, all rights reserved. New Living Translation, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1. God's promise of entering his place of rest still stands, so we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to get there. For this good news that God has prepared a place of rest has been announced to us just as it was to them, but it did them no good because they didn't believe what God told them. For only we who believe can enter his place of rest. As for those who didn't believe, God said, In my anger I made a vow, they will never enter my place of rest, even though his place of rest has been ready since he made the world. We know it is ready because the scriptures mention the seventh day, saying, On the seventh day God rested from all his work. But in the other passage God said, They will never enter my place of rest. So God's rest is there for people to enter. But those who formerly heard the good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. So God set another time for entering his place of rest, and that time is today. God announced this through David a long time later in the words already quoted. Today you must listen to his voice. Don't harden your hearts against him. This new place of rest was not the land of Canaan where Joshua led them. If it had been, God would not have spoken later about another day of rest. So there's a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who enter into God's rest will find rest from their labors, just as God rested after creating the world. Let us do our best to enter that place of rest. For anyone who disobeys God, as the people of Israel did, will fall. For the word of God is full of living power. It is sharper than the sharpest knife, cutting deep into our innermost thoughts and desires. It exposes us for what we really are. Nothing in all creation can hide from him. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. This is the God to whom we must explain all that we have done. That is why we have a great high priest who has gone to heaven, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us cling to him and never stop trusting him. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all the same temptations we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy, and we will find grace to help us when we need it. That concludes chapter 4 of the New Living Translation. Scripture quoted from the Holy Bible, New Living Translation, copyright 1996 by Tyndall House Foundation, used by permission of Tyndall House Publishers, all rights reserved. New American Standard Bible, Hebrews chapter 4. 
the believer's rest. Verse 1. Therefore, we must fear if, while a promise remains of entering his rest, any one of you may seem to have come short of it. For indeed, we have had good news preached to us, just as they also did. But the word they heard did not benefit them, because they were not united with those who listened with faith. For we who have believed enter that rest, just as he has said, As I swore in my anger, they certainly shall not enter my rest. Although his works were finished from the foundation of the world, For he has said somewhere concerning the seventh day, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this passage, they certainly shall not enter my rest. Therefore, since it remains for some to enter it, and those who previously had good news preached to them failed to enter because of disobedience, he again sets a certain day, today, saying through David after so long a time, just as has been said before, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, he would not have spoken of another day after that. Consequently, there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For the one who has entered his rest has himself also rested from his works, as God did from his. Therefore, let's make every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will fall by following the same example of disobedience. For the Word of God is living and active, and sharper than any two-edged sword, even penetrating as far as the division of soul and spirit, of both joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight." But all things are open and laid bare to the eyes of him to whom we must answer. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let's hold firmly to our confession, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things, just as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let's approach the throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace for help at the time of our need. That concludes Hebrews chapter 4 in the New American Standard Bible. Scripture quoted from the New American Standard Bible, copyright 2020, by the Lachman Foundation, used by permission, all rights reserved. Hebrews chapter 4 in the Amplified Bible, verse 1. Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still holds and is offered today, let us be afraid to distrust it, lest any of you should think he has come too late and has come short of reaching it. For indeed we have had the glad tidings, gospel of God, proclaimed to us just as truly as they, the Israelites of old, did when the good news of deliverance from bondage came to them. But the message they heard did not benefit them, because it was not mixed with faith, with the leaning of the entire personality on God in absolute trust and confidence in his power, wisdom, and goodness by those who heard it. Neither were they united in faith with the ones, Joshua and Caleb, who heard, did believe. 
For we who have believed, adhered to, and trusted in, and relied on God, do enter that rest, in accordance with his declaration that those who did not believe should not enter when he said, As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. And this he said, although his works had been completed and prepared and waiting for all who would believe from the foundation of the world. For in a certain place he has said this about the seventh day, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And they forfeited their part in it, for in this passage he said, They shall not enter my rest. Seeing then that the promise remains over from past times for some to enter that rest, and that those who formerly were given the good news about it and the opportunity failed to appropriate it and did not enter because of disobedience. Again he sets a definite day, a new today, and gives another opportunity of securing that rest, saying through David after so long a time in the words already quoted, Today, if you would hear his voice, and when you hear it, do not harden your hearts. This mention of a rest was not a reference to their entering into Canaan, for if Joshua had given them rest, he, God, would not speak afterward about another day. So then there is still awaiting a full and complete Sabbath rest reserved for the true people of God. For he who has once entered God's rest also has ceased from the weariness and pain of human labors, just as God rested from those labors, peculiarly his own. Let us therefore be zealous and exert ourselves and strive diligently to enter that rest of God, to know and experience it for ourselves, that no one may fall or perish by the same kind of unbelief and disobedience into which those in the wilderness fell. For the word that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, soul, and the immortal spirit, and of joints and marrow, of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. And not a creature exists that is concealed from his sight, but all things are open and exposed, naked and defenseless to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Inasmuch, then, as we have a great high priest who has already ascended and passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession of faith in him. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to understand and sympathize and have a shared feeling with our weaknesses and infirmities and liability to the assaults of temptation, but one who has been tempted in every respect as we are, yet without sinning. Let us then fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near to the throne of grace, the throne of God's unmerited favor to us sinners, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time for every need, appropriate help and well-timed help coming just when we need it. That concludes Hebrews 4 in the Amplified Bible. Scripture quoted from the Amplified Bible, New Testament, copyright 1987 by the Lachman Foundation. Used by permission, all rights reserved.
Hebrews chapter 4, the Spirit-Filled Life Bible, the New King James Version. The Promise of Rest, verse 1. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. For we who have believed do enter that rest, as he has said, so I swore in my wrath they shall not enter my rest. Although the works were finished from the foundation of the world, for he has spoken in a certain place on the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this place, they shall not enter my rest. Since therefore it remains that some must enter it, and those to whom it was first preached did not enter because of disobedience, again he designates a certain day, saying in David, Today, after such a long time as it has been said, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not afterward have spoken of another day. There remains therefore a rest for the people of God, for he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. The Word discovers our condition. Verse 11. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. For the Word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. The Spirit-Filled Life Bible has a word wealth, and the word that we're looking at today is powerful, from chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Powerful means energetic. It denotes something at work, active, effective. It is the opposite of idle, inactive, and ineffective. For the word of God is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. That concludes the reading of Hebrews chapter 4 in the New King James Version. Scripture quoted from the New King James Version, copyright 1982 by Thomas Nelson Publishing. Used by permission, all rights reserved. In conclusion, I'd like to remind us that at the beginning we told Father that we are listening and we want to hear him speak. He answered our prayer. God definitely spoke to me about rest, and I hope he spoke to you as well. The Word of God is alive and energized 
living, active, and powerful. When God's truth pierces my thoughts, my heart, I know it's time to make some adjustments. For you to understand more fully what God was saying to me today, I'll provide a bit of backstory. My husband was the sole breadwinner for our family as I homeschooled our children and grandchild for 22 years. He was an upper management executive with a six-figure salary. Until one day, soon after his boss retired, he suddenly found himself without a job. It was a shock to us, but we were not afraid. In the past, with every career move, God opened doors for him to enter into an even better position, a step up. So we were sure God would do that again. We told each other, God's got this. God had different plans. This time, he had us walk through the wilderness. It soon became apparent that 50-year-old executives are not in high demand in our area. He had trouble even getting interviews, and no job offers materialized. It was time to scramble for Plan B. We started our own business, or should I say, businesses. We started eight businesses, in fact. We were trying to be obedient to God, and at the same time we're feeling desperate, so we jumped at every good idea. It's now six years later, and most of our businesses have failed. Two are still operating, but in the red. I'm no longer homeschooling, and instead I'm working full-time plus in our businesses. Working out of the home offers me freedom to work anytime, all the time. My family's been telling me to slow down, and I know I should slow down, but I feel driven to succeed. Paying the bills, buying groceries seems important to me. I believe that God will bless all the work of my hands, according to Deuteronomy 28.12. I believe that it is God who gives me the ability to produce wealth, according to Deuteronomy 8.18. I believe that His divine power has given me everything I need for life and godliness, according to 2 Peter 1.3. Yet I've been pressing, stretching, reaching, grasping to make things happen financially for our family. In Hebrews 4, today, God spoke to me about entering his rest. He said the reason the children of Israel failed to enter his rest was because of unbelief and disobedience. They did not have faith. And faith, defined in the Amplified Bible, is the leaning of the entire personality on God in absolute trust with confidence in his power, wisdom, and goodness. To enter God's rest, I must believe, adhere to, trust in, and rely on God. I thought I was trusting in God and was just putting in my due diligence, you know, the blood, sweat, and tears necessary to get new businesses off the ground. But Hebrews 4.10 says, For he who has once entered God's rest also has ceased from the weariness and pain of human labors. What exactly does that mean in my situation? Do I just quit working, sit around, and wait for God to drop money in my lap? No. 2 Thessalonians 3.10 says, If anyone is not willing to work, then he is not to eat either. 
I believe Holy Spirit is not addressing work. In fact, work is a gift from God, giving us purpose and meaning to life. It's not a result of the curse. Work was part of the perfect world. Naming the animals, cultivating, maintaining, having dominion over creation. Instead, Holy Spirit is addressing fear and doubt and unbelief, which are at the root of feeling driven and desperate. He's reminding me that Jehovah Jireh is my provider. And in verse 16, he's inviting me to fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near to the throne of grace, the throne of God's unmerited favor to us sinners, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time for every need. Appropriate help and well-timed help coming just when we need it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I confess that I have been driven by fears and doubts and unbelief. Please forgive me. I repent and I choose to trust you today. I have heard your voice and I will enter your rest. I place my full confidence in you, Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Thank you for speaking to me. Well, friends, have a blessed and restful day. And thanks for joining me in this journey as we listen to and apply God's living word. I love you.